0: Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, through the month of June, I asked people if they would pray for a very special meeting that was going to be held on June the 26th in Phoenix in the United States. A group of people got together to focus on the question of how do we take what's been happening through the ministry and the many people that we reach reaching how do we reach even more how do we take what's happened and reach even more well a whole series of things have come about and the reality is if the ministry doesn't reach more people there's no point of this ministry existing our goal is to find mature christian people and grow them in their faith our goal is to reach people who are unsure about their faith or maybe even disconnected from their faith altogether in church and help them connect to god and grow the truth is the majority of people will never hear the, the, the gospel message because they don't go to church. They don't hear about the things that are happening. And so we need to go and it's critical. Well, one of the next steps in this whole process is that for a two week period from August the 31st until September the 15th, a series of meetings are going to be held commencing in Tulsa and then in other places. Where we're going to discuss how do we get beyond the borders, beyond the walls, the borders of our churches, the walls of our churches, so that more people would hear the message of the gospel. This is critical. At an hour like this in our world, we need to reach more and more people. I want to ask you, would you pray for this period of time, for these meetings that are coming, that will change people's lives, that will change my life, our life, as we share Christ more and more now I could there's lots to tell about what's happening but I don't want to take up time in the daily devotionals or in the impact online service I don't want to take up time for the heart women's ministry or from our television programs or from the prayer events such as the rosary that we do I, I, I don't want to take time for those to explain it if you feel led to join me in prayer and I pray you would can I ask you to go to this address type this address into your uh, browser It's not an email address, but type this into your browser and let me know that you'll pray. And then I will send you some very specific stuff on prayer. This has the potential to change people's lives and many people's lives in places all over the world. This is really important. And I'm asking you, not for me, but for others. I I, I want nothing more from you that you would pray. And I will send you some stuff to help you with that. And we'll pray with you. Please join me to pray for this period of time and these meetings that will be held between August thirty-first and September the fifteenth. Well, in our daily devotional today, we're talking about in this series going deeper, going on a deeper walk. I want to go straight to the scriptures. I'm sorry, I feel a bit emotional because uh, right now, because it, the gospel changes people's lives and it helps them in very practical ways and. And it's just so important that this this be done well, that we reach people. And and your prayer, it's prayer that moves the hands that rule the world. Prayer is what we need. And that's why I'm asking. So forgive me for being a bit um, emotional about the fact of trying to change people's lives for Christ. Anyway, let's go to the scriptures in Mark chapter 9, verse uh, 33. And then they came to Capernaum. And when he, that's Jesus, was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the way? But they were silent, for on the way they had argued with one another who was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. And then he took a little child and put it among them, and taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. Jesus is with them, he goes to Capernaum and many people say this was where his home was, uh, is, is he goes, goes here and he turns to them and knowing as he did, being God, he turns to them and says, what were you talking about? What were you talking about? It says, then they came to Capernaum and when he was in the house, he asked them, what were you arguing about along the way? And then it says, but they were silent it's interesting any of you ever had parents and you get a children I should say and you get and you catch them out doing something wrong and say what were you doing what were you talking about and they go nothing I mean as a child maybe as an adult you've even done that and he says what were you arguing about and and they they were silent for on the way they had argued with one another who was the greatest now Spiritual maturity, which is what this series is all about, growing in our depth, is growing actually in humility. Why do I say humility? Because spiritual maturity is about coming to the recognition more and more and more of what we can't do and what God can do. That it is all because of God and not because of us. The world says to us, "Your effort, your ability—you know, do what you can do." And yes, we should use our ability to the maximum we can. But in the end of the day, it's always limited. I wrote in my prayer journal this morning, "God, you made the whole world. You know everything, and you are everywhere. And here am I—I'm just in this space. I know some things. I'm limited." And and so, humility is coming to a genuine recognition of who you are. Pride, pride, um, wanting to be great, is all about self. It's replacing God with you. It's replacing God with what you feel about yourself. And so I read it again. Then they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, "What were you arguing about along the way?" And when they were silent, for but they were silent, for on the way they had argued with one another, who was the greatest. So he sat them down, called the twelve, said to them, "Whoever wants to be first must be last of all, and servant of all." In other words, what Jesus says is 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 that. Uh, The kingdom does not operate based on you supplanting God and you becoming central. No, no, no. The kingdom of God comes down to recognizing who you are before God. And so it's not a question of the greatest because God is that. And the very fact that God chooses us, God uses us, God sustains us is by his mercy and by his grace. And so what spiritual maturity, if you notice spiritually mature people, you'll often notice in them is a great sense of humility. They're almost self-deprecating in the sense of, oh, no, it's God that does this in me. It's God that works. It's God that made it possible. It's God that got me here. Even though they can be people of remarkable intellect, sometimes remarkable talent in their life, they give God the glory as opposed to, look how good I am. Humility is a very difficult thing to get our head around when it comes to spiritual maturity. Because as we grow and as we develop and we become more mature in life, we develop talents, gifts, experience, wisdom. And if we're not careful, we begin to hold on to that and we replace God. And the simplicity of coming along and saying, hey, listen, if you want to be great in the eyes of God, be last of all. Be servant of all. That's what this scripture is about. The scripture is about humility. It's about the kingdom. And the person who ha- ha- is humble sees, sees every person, even a child, who in their culture held no value whatsoever, because they were not income producing, held no value whatsoever, was someone that Jesus said, a great person even welcomes them, serves them. And to their audience who would have heard that, their ears would have picked up and said, even a child who has no value? In our day and age, we look at children as having great value. But that was not the case in the time of Jesus. So in your prayer today, Lord, can I examine my heart? Lord, can I examine who I am? Have I replaced you by even the way I think about myself? Because the truth is all of my talent, all of my gifts, all of my opportunities come from you. Loving Father, we just give you thanks and give you praise. Allow us to grow in humility so that we put you in the right place and see ourselves in the place we are. We give you thanks and we give you praise, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, uh, don't forget, if you would like to pray with me for, uh, for for Tulsa and the meetings there, would you please write to this address? God bless you. Talk tomorrow. See you. Uh, And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never, ever far from you.